This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, a podcast that covers the happenings in and around Divine, Texas, mainly high school sports related with some community happenings as well, and of course, some of our own ramblings to boot. Welcome to Talking Shop. All right, welcome everybody. This is Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show. As always, I'm Jim Sessions, joined by co-host Joseph Sadler. And we're here to do episode number 42 there, Joseph. Yes, sir. After a short delay. Just short one there. <laughs> we did uh, the 41st episode was our one-year anniversary mm-hmm. on the date. And then we decided to celebrate by not doing one for like three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, And in typical fashion, you know, you and me, we didn't even realize it was the one-year no. exact episode until like the last five minutes of the episode. Yes. So, yes. you and know. It was like, oh, happy anniversary <laughs> to us. So. Yeah, we'll get this one out in the first five minutes of this episode yes. so people can. Yes. Uh, we, we like to celebrate with uh, cake. You can send us some cake. Absolutely. Money, money would be good, too. Anybody wants to send money? There's a few other things that we, yeah. you know, that we could say, but, you know. You, but, yeah. But, yeah. but we'll take cake and money. Yeah. Cookies. Cash. We need a cash app. That's what yes. we need. Yes. Get, you can cash get, app the Jim and Joe show. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Venmo, PayPal, yeah. all those. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would be great. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Hey, know. we we had a uh, an email into the show um, website web page. We had an email sent. Lorenzo Morales. He could oh, have just texted us, but yeah, yeah, he was fired up. Absolutely. So, yeah, Dude. we appreciate Lorenzo yeah, emailing absolutely. in. I'm trying to figure out how to answer back, but you know, <laughs> I'm kind Aren't of you the fall, tech guy. I've kind of fallen down on the tech guy stuff. So, like I always say, every episode, it's like you, it's like you took a new job or something. Like you're busy. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we are a little busy. We're getting close to the school, the start of the school year, at least athletic-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming up on August 1st, two-a-day start. I know. Football, volleyball. Actually, cross-country is in the process. I think they're fixing to kick off some of their practices. Uh, tennis kids are up uh, doing skill sessions. I don't think they've started official practice yet. Right. Uh, but those, it's weird, like the individual sports, cross-country, tennis, golf, mm-hmm. no start date, no end date. They can pretty much practice year-round. Right. Team sports, um, even though cross-country competes as a team, uh, but team sports, football, volleyball, stuff like that, actual start and finish dates with you. Right. So they can't right. start until August 1. But talking to Coach Gomez today, he is like, man, coaching school's over with. That means it's time for the season to start. I'm fired uh-huh. up. Let's get going. Oh, yeah. Pretty good number of kids at skills today, so. Yeah, I think the kids are getting pretty excited about it. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks, man. God, the summer goes by so fast. I mean, you blink. You and have it's gone. no idea so, how fast this summer went so. by, brother. <laughs> In case you haven't noticed, man, the summer goes by really fast. Yeah, yeah. this so. one's been the fastest one I've ever had. Really? Yeah, hmm. but that's okay. No, but I know it's always one of those deals. It's kind of like when 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 you get back from coaching school, it's ready to go. You're, Absolutely. You know, it's, yeah, it's time to rock oh, and roll. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm sure that they uh they got their nose to the grindstone and and, and getting ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, you said rock and roll. It's long it's way long to way the to top. top. Yeah. If you want to rock and roll. Yeah, I've only said yeah. that about where, ten times today. Where, where, have I, here. where have I heard that already? So. Yeah. So no Of course you were saying it wrong and I had to correct you. <laughs> well I had to ask, that's for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. But but no, so you know, that's getting ready to go. I'm sure the band's getting ready to, to start kicking stuff. The band off. has started, yeah. yeah leadership so. for the band has come in, talking to Jeff Miller the other day leadership for band mm-hmm. so like drum major section leader stuff like that they're already meeting full band practice starts on monday 
I believe. Yeah, I, I knew they it had get a, to be. They get a week before, so get ready for your alarm clock yeah. out there, buddy. I mean, just, you know, back to normal. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Miller did say probably won't start till seven thirty, so they're going to let you sleep in a little bit. Oh, I'm already half yeah. a day gone by seven thirty yeah. in the Sadler household. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Trey's probably jumped <laughs> off the house twice, and say the circus yeah. is already blowing and going by that point. <laughs> yeah. So, so be ready for that. Yeah. Um, but. You know, you went you went to coaching school this year uh, for a little bit, yeah, for, for a little while. Mm-hmm. You made an appearance up there and stuff, yeah. and uh, me and like fourteen thousand nine hundred and ninety nine other coaches, so yeah. fifteen thousand strong. Yeah, did you, did you just like did you just like walk into rooms quietly and yell coach and then turn around and walk out? <laughs> yes, yes. So you know, yeah. so ran into a lot of people. And in fact, I was joking with mom. Uh, she was like, you think you'll know anybody at coaching school? You know, because, you know, she's gone to several coaching schools, too. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure. Dude, I'm parking the first day I get out of my truck. Hey, coach sessions. I'm like, well, there we go. Didn't take very yep. long at all. Didn't take long. Yep. 745 in public parking in downtown San Antonio. So, Plus, I mean, you're walking around with Chief. You know, it's kind of hard to miss y'all, you know. Yeah. I do cast a large shadow. <laughs> yes. So. Cover a lot of ground like we did in our baseball days back in the high school. <laughs> But, but uh coaching school is fun. It's it's, it's yeah, fun to oh, go and, and see all those people. Well, you you get to hear different ideas mm-hmm. from the lectures. You get to maybe confirm some of the things that you've always done. Maybe it's you pick up a tidbit here or there. And then the networking is just amazing. I mean, the number right. of people you run into. Right. You know, we're still looking for some coaches. And, hey, well, what do you got? Well, I got. You know, these are my teaching fields. Oh, I might know a guy that wants to teach Spanish. And so you get some leads and, you know, we're trying to run down some of that. Yeah. Um, you get connections with vendors, all kinds of vendors. There's a Spectrum Scoreboards was there. There's a guy named Chad Quisenberry. Oh, he used to be boy. an AD in Divine. God, they let that guy in the building? Yeah, door. he's a salesperson for Spectrum. And, you know, so oh, he's out there. And, and it's funny because Chad's one of the few coaches that works for Spectrum. Like uh-huh. most of their, their salespeople – started off in like the assembly line, like mm-hmm. in the plant, putting together scoreboards. Well, Chad's out there. Well, everybody, that probably one out of every five, ten people that walk by, Chad knows. Mm-hmm. And so all these guys, all these salesmen are sitting there, and Chad's just talking, you know, left and right. <laughs> and they're like, dude. And he's like, I coached for 30 years. Yeah. You know, I know yep. a lot of people. And so, yep. you know, he said, so it was kind of like those other guys were – you know, they can tell you like how many transistors and circuits are and everything. You know, Chad can't tell you any of that, but Chad yeah. can go talk to 15 people and uh, by the school board. Why? Because uh, you plug it in, lights up, put numbers up there. <laughs> yeah. It looks really cool. Because uh, you need one. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. So, so everybody can know what the score is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sales reps for like uh, apparel for, oh, you know, yeah. and then there's even like fundraising people. There's communication people, end zone cameras. I mean, mm-hmm. you've been, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for it, you can pretty much find it there if it's related to high school athletics. So. Yep. Yes, there there's people there that make caps and stuff and oh, you know, yeah. all, all that yeah. stuff. And I mean, you know what? You know what Booth does probably the most business? There's one group that they bring a laminator and they laminate your THSEA card for a dollar. <laughs> if you start thinking I about bet that. I you that thing is busy the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yes. They, they fire that thing up and it runs nonstop. nonstop. They probably spend – $150 on laminate film and probably make that's a smart deal thousands right there, of man. dollars. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Like I said, that's, that's shrewd. Very yeah. shrewd. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's well, funny. laminate your card for $1 or something like that. 
I don't know who did it this year, but I know that's that's happened. And maybe nobody did it this year, but I'm sure somewhere that it was. They, if they were smart, they would be. They'd be there yeah. every year. They had uh, we had demos, on court demos, like college coaches come in. Mm-hmm. At one point, there was an AD panel with Chris uh, Del Conte. Uh, yeah. I think he's the guy from University of Texas, the AD at, at UT. Then uh, also A and M. I mean, uh, Oklahoma's athletic director was there. Right. Panel of athletic directors, college athletic directors, panel of college coaches. Right. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. Pretty cool. And I, yeah, I, I've always I always liked sitting in the classroom there and just listening to some of those coaches talk about different schemes and stuff on, yeah. on everything. You know, and, and me and you've laughed about that. It's kind of like you know, like I think Gino Gio Gino Armiano Ar- yeah. said. Yeah. You know, now I'm not telling y'all no. what I do. Y'all can't do that. <laughs> y'all can't do it anyway. You so. don't have the talent at your school that I do. I'm just telling you what you probably should do. Yeah. You know, very true, Gino. So yeah. you know, yeah. A wise coach but, told me a long, long time ago. A wise, very wise coach that was my mother said, "If you just pick up one thing from each yes. speaker you go watch, it's worthwhile." Mm-hmm. And like Vic Schaefer, University of Texas. He did four or five drills, got a drill, but he also did some philosophy stuff at the beginning. And, right. you know, it's like, okay, jackpot, underlining this. You know, that's right. something that, you know, we need to follow up on and stuff. So, yeah. You know, and if you watch, you know, you have the opportunity to go. There's probably eight to ten sessions a day, three days. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to learn. Mm-hmm. It's cool stuff. It's very, very cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, in saying that, you yeah. think it's, you know, of, of, of people that, that, you know, did it for a long time and, you know, probably probably set, you know, in some of those sessions. Have, have and, been in a few of those sessions. In, you think it's time to introduce the guest? I think it is, yeah. Okay. Well, they the, they have been waiting patiently without yes. saying much over there. Yes. So, yeah, um, pretty pretty cool tonight. The, the guest we've got lined up here, we've got my mom stopping by, Coach Gail Sessions, or as I like to call her, the coach sessions around here. Oh, that's what we all call her. Yeah. The real the real coach sessions. Or as so. my summer league girls call her, Miss Gale. Miss Gale. There yeah. you go. So Yeah. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. My former players can't say Miss Gale. No. But even if you told them they could, they still oh, wouldn't. Definitely. They just <laughs> cannot do it. But these younger ones, they have no fear. Yeah. No. I uh I know I'm actually pretty close to one of them that, that played for you, and I can guarantee you that she would not say Miss Gale. <laughs> no. So whether you're in the room or not, she won't say it. So now your uh, niece would definitely do uh, it. Probably so. Yes. Yeah. She would so. also call me Juicy. Yes. And not Coach Sessions either. So. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but again, thanks for stopping by. Sure. Um, I've been kind of bugging Jim about about doing this uh, doing this one for a while. He said that you wouldn't be near as excited about doing it. So. Uh, you know, but we still got you here. Well, it's uh, who I have to deal with. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. She has to deal with me, Joseph. Yeah. She's voluntarily coming over to deal with you this time. Well, so She likes me more than she yeah. likes you. That's so. true. Hey, so. by the way, before we get going any further, we are a little rusty. What right. episode are we? 42? Oh, that's right. Cuarenta dos for our, Thank you. our Spanish-speaking friends. Yeah. Man, I, we are rusty. I know. And I, I just spent a week in Mexico. I know. Golly. I know. So, so, sorry, know. Mom. We'll get back to you now. Yes. No problem. So. <laughs> um, but real quick before before you get started. Okay. What you and I do on the, on the constant, we're like we just call and talk to each other, and people have kind of heard our conversations on here. Mm-hmm. I have the privilege of having that resource with me. Like there are times in basketball season where Mom will watch the game, and we'll go, and I'll just sit down and we'll talk because you know, 
she's done it for a long time. Right. Right. And so we have a lot of good discussions on here. So yeah. I might not have some great questions for her tonight because we talk about stuff like this all the time. Well, if you're going to put that kind of pressure on me, then this is going to be a very boring night. So, <laughs> but uh, no, well, um, one of the one of the stories that that I laugh about about you said having conversations with your mother about stuff about you know critiquing or you know throwing ideas out there is the one that she had with you whenever you were a a freshman or a sophomore or something like that, and y'all were getting ready to play Hondo at Incarnate Word for like the like it was a seeding game or whatever yeah, it was we'd, we'd split with each other during the regular yeah. season and we're fixing to go play to see who represents first yeah. in the district and she basically told you to stop playing like a wimp and, yeah. and i guess in a not probably in a more intelligence nicer way or mother to son way or whatever yeah she used to give me these these talks about i've got to play more aggressive you know mm-hmm. I, was, I was up as a freshman you know and sophomore yeah. freshman sophomore you're talking about my sophomore year and it's like you know you got to be more aggressive and you know it's and I'm the point guard with older guys, so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I got to get them the ball. And, yeah, she told me in some very polite ways that I had to be more aggressive. And then by the time my senior year got around, she's like, okay, you don't have to go diving in the stands anymore. Hey, man. <laughs> he dove one time, and I was headed straight to the bleachers, and I thought, no, he doesn't need to be quite that aggressive. But in that Hondo game, we came out, and they went a triangle and two on Everett Diaz and Don Beck. Mm-hmm. And I just dribbled up to the three point line and shot a three pointer, which I hadn't shot very often. Yeah, I remember that play. And knocked it down right off the bat and got a good fist pump going. That may have been the birth of the fist pump. No, no, the fist pump can't be attributed to me. That's got to be attributed well, to like I'm, I'm saying, but your fist pump because yeah, that's about that's as true. much. That's you don't show much emotion, but when you do, it is a fist. Pump. I know, I know you're fired up whenever it's, you get a fist a, pump. It's a fist pump for the fired up, and when I'm mad, it's the the heel stomp stomp my foot down on the ground i got that from someone that's on this podcast tonight too i don't stomp my foot when no. i'm mad no. <laughs> no. oh you're talking about uh-huh. i'm talking about your mom okay yeah but do you, do you remember the, that conversation when you told me i do he, remember that conversation you needed to be more aggressive i do remember that yeah i still laugh about that so it worked yeah y'all won. y'all won that game we did we did yeah. we we got off to a great start i hit a three i think um don got a steal and breakaway layup mm-hmm. i think Gabriel Guzman got a steal and breakaway layup or hit a three or something. Yeah, y'all jumped out on them we like got up real like early. Eight zero or ten yeah. zero. They called a timeout. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember, that. I remember walking to the bench. You know, and our fans are behind the benches, and we're all pumped up. And Richard Cross goes behind us, <laughs> and Richard's like pointing to to like to your, you know like to the temple of his head, like don't get a big head, don't get a big head, man. Y'all yeah. got to still play and stuff. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah, we you know, it's yeah. a minute and a half gone. We got a long ways to go. <laughs> yeah, ended up being a very competitive game, I think too. Mm-hmm. That and it, it wasn't in Carnival Word, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was when their their gym was pretty much brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I remember it being crazy. It was very very high energy the entire time. Yeah, you know, but you going out there and hitting a three pointer like right off the bat kind of set the tone for the you know for yeah it being pretty. A typical Divine Hondo athletic competition. Yeah. And, you know, now you know? that now that I coach, I realize how big that shot was. Because yeah. if I go down there and throw up a brick the first shot, no pass, mm-hmm. and just shoot a brick, it kind of sets the tone for Hondo like, hey, this defense is going to work. Yeah. You know, I go down there and knock down a shot. You know, Don gets a steal on a layup. Everett hits a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, Gabe hits a shot. Now they're like, oh, crap, is this defense really going to work? You mm-hmm. know, and I think they came out of it and ended up playing this man after that. Well, I mean, whenever that I 
sure that they probably saw a lot of scenarios happening from the beginning of the game, and that was probably not yeah. one of them. Yeah. That probably wasn't in their top five yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of things that were going to happen. But, yeah. but uh, anyways, you know, let's get back to the, yeah, well, the guest, well, the, the guest the, of the, the hour. Guest here. Yeah, let's, so, let's have but, her talk about some stories here. Um, what I wanted to talk about, you know, I was talking to Jim about this, is – Everybody knows you coached here, you know, for, for a long time and had a lot of success and stuff. But I wanted to kind of start out with you telling the people, you know, the, the, the few that listen, yeah. <laughs> uh, your, your story of before you came to Divine, you know, where you grew up, you know, and how, you know, athletics influenced your, you know, your decision making and stuff like that. And, and then, you know, what the, all the everything that happened before Divine. Well, I grew up on a farm. <clears throat> I had three brothers. My older brother and I were very, very close. Um, everything he did, I did. So I was just a big tall boy. And he, I played softball with his gloves. I was left-handed. And I had to learn to catch, yank the glove off and throw the ball because my mother wanted me to be a girl and not a tomboy. And she, they wouldn't buy me any gloves and stuff like that or cowboy guns or anything like that. But so. I was just a big tomboy. So he was right-handed in your left. So he was right-handed. Yeah. They were all right-handed. <clears throat> and uh, so I uh, just loved to play sports. We didn't have any organized sports, of course, in my school. My um, eighth grade year, we decided to play basketball, and we had no gym, and we did some practicing out on the dirt. Had oh, a, wow. a goal out there for the kids to play, and we – uh, practiced out there and played a couple of games, got drilled because we had no skill and no coach and that knew what anything about basketball, but we just wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And so had a big district tournament, and I think we scored six points, and I had four of those, and wow. <laughs> we thought that was awesome. And High score. High score. So in the, so I'm eighth grader uh, in an elementary school of 13 in my eighth grade class, and we head off to a big high school. My class there had 250, and oh, everybody wow. said, you need to go out for basketball there. Okay, you think I'll do? I think I will, too. I'd like to play. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I could – I was very – I was aggressive, <laughs> very aggressive, and um, could pretty much outrun everyone in the, that time. And the coach recognized that, even though I had absolutely no skill. <laughs> and the first ball game, I got a uniform. First, wow. first as a freshman on this team, I got a uniform. Nice. And game goes on, and we're either way ahead or way behind. I can't remember. And he finally puts everybody in. I get to go in. Every time I touch the ball, I walk or throw it away or do something <laughs> wrong. And at the end of that game, I got my uniform taken away. <laughs> Most disappointing thing in the world. A couple of weeks, and then he – that's back in the day when you had the guards and the forwards. You know, three people played defense, didn't have to shoot, and didn't have to have as much skill. And when I came back, he moved me to defense, and I found my niche there for younger. So ended up playing all um, four years course in high school. We didn't have college basketball, organized basketball back then. But there was a lady – if you research, her name was Sue Gunner. She came to uh, my college, Middle Tennessee State University, uh, my sophomore year. She uh, came to Texas the same year I did and was a coach at Stephen F. Austin and became a legend at Stephen F. Austin. Left there and went to LSU 
and was an awesome, awesome coach. She was in the ranks of uh, Jody Conrad with oh, wow. um, Texas. In fact, she would introduce me to Jody if I didn't, you know, if I, she didn't know if I knew or not. She introduced me to um, Pat Summit, Pat Head, University of Tennessee. That was she was in that class, and she took us uh, as our sophomore and junior year in college and said, "I want to coach one of these days." And how many of y'all want to play ball? We'll just see who who'll play us. Mm-hmm. And so we'd call the well, even University of Tennessee. You know, anybody that wanted to play us. And about that time. That summit was starting a little bit later than that. She started at Tennessee just doing it. Basically, it's just it wasn't even intramurals. It was less than intramurals. You want to play, we'll practice a couple of days a week. You buy your own shoes and uniforms, <clears throat> pay your own uh, transportation, and we'll go play somebody. And uh, so we paid anybody that would play us. We never lost a game in those two years just because we happened to have just some really good athletes at that school. And we had her because uh, if you we were 30 points ahead and you started goofing off and laughing, she'd yank you out and tell you, you better come to the bench and you better sit over there and you better cheer for those that are out there yeah. because this she was dead serious. And I learned so much. We learned Carolyn, the girl that came to Texas with me, Carolyn Williams, some of you will know that, uh, she played on that team with me. And uh, uh, so... Just had a great background there with her. And then the year, I, like I say, I came to Texas. I I ended up uh, teaching one year in um, Tennessee in an elementary school because I only le- needed a few hours to graduate. So I took a teaching job, did my hours to finish. And at that time, I taught the seventh grade and coached boys and girls basketball in the seventh and eighth grade. And I had a good little athlete, good little boy athlete. He was the tallest kid I had. And I, I always remember he came up to me and said, please don't make me be the post. Everybody wants me to be the post because I'm the tallest one. She said, I'm the point guard. Please don't let. And I listened to him. And that's where, you know, at some point you learn to listen to your athletes. They know mm-hmm. a lot about basketball, too. A lot of times they can tell you things that, that make a lot more sense sometimes than you do. And I learned that right away, and he definitely was the point guard. And uh, we won a few games with the boys, not too many with the girls, but then um, I was wanting to teach P.E., and my friend Carolyn Williams got the head job here in Divine, and she, uh, one day we were on the phone, and she told me about Divine, that she'd be coaching there, and I said, well, if you find a coaching job close by where I might teach P.E. and not be teaching all, all seventh-grade subjects, I might be interested in coming there. And she said, well... We have a junior high job open in Divine, so ah, that's how I ended up here. Nice. Well, I'll say that's that's a uh, that's really by chance. I mean, you know, you know, a friend of yours, you know, coming from Tennessee, you know, and uh, in case because you didn't, you weren't, you didn't mention it. Most people, I mean, I know, but you grew up in Tennessee. What I what did. part of Tennessee did you grow up in? What was the what was the town? Tullahoma. We're Tullahoma. probably about. 30 miles from the Alabama line, so we're southern middle Tennessee, about 75 miles from Nashville. I actually grew up in the house that I presently live in when I am in Tennessee. I'm presently in the house. That's really neat, too. Did you know all this? I did. Wow. Yeah, I haven't been able to ask a whole lot of questions because I kind of know some of this stuff. Now, I will ask this. Sue Gunner, 
when she came to Middle Tennessee, did she play basketball? Like, had she played? Was she a Nashville business college right. person? At that time, about the only girls that played sports in the whole U.S. was a team uh, the, uh, from, help me out, up in the panhandle, flying. The Flying Queens of uh, Wayland, Wayland Baptist. Wayland, Wayland, Bas- Wayland, Wayland Baptist. Baptist uh-huh. right? Flying Queens of Wayland Baptist. And then they had a, 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 a it was a business college in Nashville, and you could go there. You could play there forever. Wayland, you played four years, graduated, went on. But at, at this business college, you could just keep playing there. And uh, they had Nira White, was an All-American for years and years and years. I don't know how, many, how long she played. And Sue played there. She played basketball there and knew she wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time even she took us uh, to the business school. They were playing the Russian the Russian women came in o- really? came over, wow. and uh, we got to go up and watch big, big people big play women. basketball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow. so Sue was a tremendous influence in my life. Tremendous. That's that's awesome because, like you said, you know, y'all didn't have very many opportunities. So catching that break and oh, yeah. and you know and and her coming into your life right. led to. Look at all the opportunities that, that came after that. And so. y'all, y'all were talking about coaching school. We'd always go. If she was speaking, we'd always go to her lectures, of course. And she spoke frequently at coaching schools. And when she saw either Carol and I in the audience, she'd always tell the the people there that was her only undefeated team. We had two years <laughs> of She went undefeated, and there she always go. managed to brag about that. There you go. <laughs> when, when I was at coaching school the other day, I saw Vic Schaefer talk, the University of Texas women's coach now. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about, like, some of the the roots of Texas basketball because he started off in Texas, got into college, ended up going to Mississippi State where he kind of caught his break, came back to Texas under Gary Blair at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Now he's a Texas coach. But he starts talking about some of these coaches. He's like, you know, there's some great high school coaches. And he said, you guys out here, y'all might not know them. And, you know, one of the first ones, he because he started off, you know, with, with boys and then kind of transitioned to girls. And one of the first people he named was Lita Andrews. And then he said, and there's this lady, Jan LaHudney. She was crazy, but, man, she was good. (laughs) And starts, you know, naming off these people that, you know, are people that were coaching back in the day when, when, you know, even before you were coaching, he talked about Sandra Meadows and some of the big names of girls basketball coaches in the state of Texas back in the probably, what, early 70s. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny, you know, when you you start – naming off people, you know, and, and, and you start getting their background, like, you know, about how you got your background and, and how Sue Gunner got her background and stuff and Pat Summit. And I was reading a book, um, very famous book is the junction boys one time and, and Bear Bryant, whenever he was at A&M, you know, and was, they were really limited in, in everything. And, you know, cause they, they didn't have girls there. And it was kind of like, it's kind of hard to recruit a bunch of teenage boys to come over there whenever they can, if they're good enough to go there or Austin where they have, you know, girls laying out by the river and playing, you know, and stuff and everything. He said, you know, so he was very limited with who he had. He was trying to find different ways to, you know, kind of, you know, get more out of them. And they said he would drive all the way to Houston. And he said he would, they said he would sit down and spend all night with this guy that was coaching junior high football about running plays. And that guy's name was Bum Phillips. Bob yeah, and and uh, and and that guy was, and he taught him how to how to pull on 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 the sweep, and you know, and then like trap blocking and stuff like that. Bear Bryant was learning from a junior high coach by the name of Bum Phillips. Phillips, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Bum turned out okay. Though. Yeah, he he Houston. won a, he won a few games, so <laughs> well, you know. I remember so. being being younger 
and I'd go to the state tournament with mom all the time. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because I wanted to when I was little. I did eventually, but it was kind of like had mom to. had to take us, you know, no had to take even I know babysitter. Right. So we'd go to the state tournament. And usually mom would maybe get one of your players or somebody to go along and they'd kind of babysit us. And, right. And then as I got older, I went because I wanted to go. But right. I remember I'm young, six or seven, you know, just old enough to know about like, you know, some of the college people and that University of Texas had just won a national championship or played for it. And maybe it was fixing to win it. And, you know, Jody Conrad was her head coach. And you're just like, okay, you know, she was a big time college yeah. coach. And so between the sessions, the, the games were all in Austin. Between the sessions, the lady Longhorns practiced. And, you know, all the coaches could come watch. And so we're in there watching. And I'm like, dude, let's go get a hot dog. I'm hungry. You know, I want to go get a hot dog. And mom's in there watching and, you know, which she should have been. And all of a sudden we're walking out and Jody Conrad's standing right there during her practice or at the end of practice. And she's like, hey, Gail, how you doing? And I was just like, holy moly, you know Jody Conrad? Like, I was like, well, hold on. Wait a minute, you know. This has got a whole lot more interesting. Yeah. I still wanted to get that hot dog, though. Cause yeah, you're like, that's cool. Here. Now we're the hot dogs. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, yeah, but, Jody Conrad, yeah, she's. She, yeah. She's won a few games herself. Yeah, she so. yeah. um, Now, you're you're at you're in Divine. You're coaching. Um, how many years did you coach before you became the head coach? I was three years in the in the middle school. Three years in the middle school, mm-hmm. and you went from middle school coach to the head basketball coach. Right. Wow. Okay, that's cool. And Carolyn uh, Williams was the head coach, and she left to go to Jordan. Okay. Okay. And Jordan had a really good program by someone uh, named Wanda Bender. That's at that back time. in the day, Wanda Bender. In fact, the very first year I was here, we decided to play a little scrimmage game in the old green Alamo of the where the what's what's there right now? The DFW. 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 Mm-hmm. Right okay. There, the old old junior high there, and we always practiced in that gym, and you you couldn't arch the ball because the shot would hit the ceiling. <laughs> but <clears throat> anyway. Um, Wanda Rowe, legend at Jordan and several, several places elsewhere in Victoria and other places. And she had the junior high program, and they came over to scrimmages, and we played in that gym. And this was my first effort in Divine, and we lost 67 to 4. Ooh. Yeah. And I'm a Jean Shearheart made all four points as a seventh grader. And wow. uh, then later we played them in a regular gym. We went to their place and went to and played here. We played them twice. The last game was, we, we'd always lost to them. She had a wonderful program going for the junior high and the high school back in the Dornack days over there. And um, we played them well. I think the last game, it was, um, I don't know, I can't remember exactly. We might have gotten beat 12 or 15, you know. So we we felt, <laughs> we at least felt like we were improving. Right. But there was no right. way we were going to beat her program with what she had going at that time. That, that's kind of funny. Like, my first game that I ever coached as a varsity coach, we didn't score for, like, the first seven minutes of the game. And then when the ball finally went in, Gary Schmidt looked at me. He's like, we're on the board, baby. <laughs> so, sometimes that first game can be a little bit rough. <laughs> right. Right. I can imagine. I'm, I'm sure that. I'm sure that that was not fun at all for there's you for pro- your first experience. I think there's that. still a hole in the wall in my office back in there. I need to check that out and see, but uh, no, nah, probably wasn't the one what I was 
hoping for. No, no, you're probably sitting there going, hmm, did I choose the right profession? (laughs) (laughs) Of all the professions. Yeah. I I traveled a thousand miles away from home for this. Found out about this thing called stickers that they have in South Texas. Mm -hmm. And then I want to go get beat this bad. Oh, yeah. Um, well, but it was only up from there. I mean, really only uh, yeah. How do you go worse than that? <laughs> hey, that? That is one way to think about it. That is one way to think about it. Well, positivity. If we score six points next game, we lose yeah. sixty-seven to six. Yeah. We made progress. So, but no, the 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 decade of the seventies was kind of the beginning of the long successful run that I mean that Divine still experiences to this day. You know, so. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? You know, you took over. I took over in 67, 67, 68. Took over from Carolyn. And, uh, yeah, that's back when one team went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you had a bi-district straight to regionals. And uh, I think from 68, maybe 74 or 5, maybe, we probably went to regionals every time except two. Yeah. Wow. So, um Fortunate there. Um, Fun, funny story about that, real fast, not to interrupt you, but I had Butch Cook come up today to the DSAC to look at the banners mm-hmm. because all these teams that mom's talking about are listed on the banner as, you know, for regionals or whatever. And one of the banners were out of room. Like, we, we will, like, we have two teams that aren't even on the banner because we're out of room. And so we were trying to figure out how to do that. And Butch was like, man, this is a good problem to have. And he's like, man, you've really put up a lot of those numbers. I'm like, no, Butch, I put up like the bottom, maybe fifth of those numbers. The other numbers up there are another code sessions. Well, and I'm sure after having Butch here and after knowing Butch as long as I have, he could probably tell you a story about every single number that's up there too because Butch has a photographic memory. I mean, you know. Or what what did he say? That one time he called it something, uh, something, he said Ernest called it, Something memory, but yeah. he, he used the wrong word, but it was funny when yeah. he said Photogenic. It. Photogenic, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A photogenic yeah. memory. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Butch, man, that guy has some great stories. He does. Yeah. Great stories. Yeah. He is definitely a, a uh, what do you call it, a community historian, you know, one of those guys that knows the history of the town and everything, and so it's really interesting. But So you you kind of got on a little bit of a of a, a run there, huh, during the, during the 70s of going to the regional tournament every year yeah. and – and stuff, and kind of started laying the, you know, the foundation at least of, of your program. Right. And so. we'd go down there the last several, oh, uh, the last, oh, back in 69, 70, 71, we'd get beat by Cal Island every year. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And then they finally moved out. And uh, 72, they beat us, had a really good team in 72. Was really disappointed after that loss. Um, better team than we had in 73, but Cal Allen put us out. And then in 73, Cal Allen won there, and we made the state tournament. Wow. Okay. And then sometimes yeah. it's sometimes you have to look, was it worth going to the state tournament, <laughs> depending on how bad you lose? And that was another one of those. We met Midway Waco, and they had three six-footers. One was 6-2, and back in the day when you oh, had a, man. two guards that were 5-8 and a the post girl was six two and uh, two guards that were over six foot, and uh, it was not pretty. It wasn't quite sixty seven to four, but it was seventy uh, <laughs> something to thirty something. I can't remember. But uh, kind of like my first trip to the regional tournament when we played Sedona Prince at six seven, and then all the guards go. were like there five ten, you know, yes. six foot. So I'll, I'll say I, you know, you don't play anybody that height 
and next thing you know, you have to go in there and play them. It changes. Right. I mean, and sure. that was that was y'all were still doing the three on three. We were playing three on three at that time. Yeah. I had mean, the, that's just had a Camsey, Clara Camsey, good little jump shooter. I mean, she's a good little jump shooter. Five five. She goes up, put that first jump shot up, and that girl blocks it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes over into the bleachers, and yeah. that just sort of set the tone. Well, the uh, next game, they, of course, won it all, and they beat Lita Andrews' team, uh-huh. Granberry, that year, and they beat her 20. I bet she hadn't beaten, been beaten 20 very often either. No. So Pro- it, probably they were like, just that good. Probably like Joe Lombard probably hasn't been beaten exactly. 20 very often. Exactly. So, yes. And y'all are naming names I have no idea, but I'm sure they were <clears> yeah. very, very well known. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could just imagine. Well, I mean, I, I saw how that, that girl just standing in the middle of the lane changed your entire game plan. Right. You know, oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. you know, and and y'all, y'all adjusted, you know, and stuff and played because y'all were a good team. Right. Well, right. and I, I think the other thing that hurt us that year is I don't think we made any shots from behind the three-point line no. that night. And we refused to shoot them from anywhere else because <laughs> that girl was 6'7 in the paint. Six, and that, I don't think that was our first year to go to regional tournament. Not when you first. That was, but, that was uh, a little bit later. But, yeah, that was just kind of like you said. It's like, really? We're going to go there, and that's who we're going to get. But you still take the experience. And I would yeah. I would take a trip to the state tournament and get beat by 40 by Argyle or whoever it might be. Yeah. Now, if we've had a chance to win, that would be great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 73, um, I remember the the plaque in the old house, the Marie's of 73. Right. And then it said there was a poem on there, and it talked about the Waco Midway trees or whatever right. it was. Yeah, so, I guess did. that's yeah. the six-foot people. One of the senior's middle name was Marie. Yeah. There was That's right. uh, Solak, Donna Solak, Claire Camsey, uh, Imogene Dubos, and who was the other one? So she'll get me if I don't remember. But anyway, they were all the seniors. <laughs> their name was Marie. Yeah. Marie's of 73. Yeah. So next year that you made it to the state tournament? Romer, Diana Romer. Diana Romer. Diana Romer. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't yeah, let me she, forget the horse. She would definitely get after you. <laughs> um, so 73, first state appearance, and then we're able to get back. Was it 77 with Terry and them? Um, went back with seven, 77, Terry and them had a, had a, didn't play an awesome team like that. We were, played a good team. We ended up, uh, I think we ended up losing by 12, 15. I can't remember. Terry was sick and she was my best defensive player. And, um, that made a big difference. That was back in the day when you played in the old, old gym at Gregory. Oh, uh-huh. and Terry yeah. was sick and it was hot in there and I had to keep taking her out. So that made a big difference. But, yeah, we made it back in 77. And uh, the next two trips were with Holly that's um, a, later yeah. in the five-on-five. Five. Yeah, there's a transition <laughs> in there, like at the end of the 70s, what, early 80s? Uh, we, we transitioned. <clears throat> 78 was our last year to go three-on-three. And we had a good we had a good team. Went to regional tournament, got beaten regional finals. Had a, all my offensive players graduated. We came back with nothing but defense. And the next year, seventy nine, was uh, the only year that I didn't have a winning season. Really, really, that was yeah. the first year of the transition to five on five. Uh huh. That's a big change. It was that's a big a, change. That's a big, it was change. A big change. So, and it helped if we'd had a little offensive, uh, you know, returning some players, mm-hmm, a good right. offensive player returning, which we didn't have. But uh, it was, it was. Uh, it I mean, I'm sitting there trying to think, in in what of the sport would it be that much of a shock to right. go to go from playing right. three on three like that to, hey, by the way, we're now we're going to completely change everything and y'all are going to yeah. play full court five on five. Your defense is totally different. Yeah, Your defense is totally different with five out there and your presses and all of that mm-hmm. were just, uh, I was just. Uh, 
It was it was an eye awakener, and we played, we played uh, with our JV. We did play the year before. We did play the oh, five okay. on five, and okay. I had one of the men coaches that helped me. But uh, still, I was about to say, I was about to say, you, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of picking mm-hmm. the picking the brains of, oh, of, the, yeah. of the men coaches oh, yeah. that had been already been doing it. Definitely, you know? oh, yeah. so, Definitely. you know. So, but it was the best thing to do. You oh, know? Yeah. Um, but a lot of coaches, Jim, just named some of those they did not want to go to. The five on five, because it was an offensive, total offensive game, mm-hmm. and uh, they did not want to change. But it needed to be done, was done, and uh, what a great game it's turned into. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I couldn't imagine the three on three. You know, whenever I first, I think my aunt was the first one that told me that that you know that they my aunt uh, Tootie. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She, she told me about the whole the whole three on three thing, and I was like, what? Yeah. Y'all did what? Yeah. Yeah, I, got a, I got a chance to watch the 62 uh, state championship game oh, at one that. of the reunions, and it, and it was different watching it is. the six-man basketball, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and how they yeah. won that game. They had a great ball handler who was a guard. They got the lead, and the last minute or two, they put her on the offensive end and just let her stall the ball, dribble the ball and stall the ball. Wow. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Pretty, pretty cool. But you could only do that like on a timeout, right? Right. Yes, you couldn't cross the line at all. Yeah. Couldn't cross the line, and uh, I guess the one of the greatest. The, when I look back on my career, is the changes, mm-hmm. all the things that changed up to now. As I watch the individuality and the kids and how talented they are and how the things they can do, we never dreamt about doing right. back in the day. And right. maybe maybe in my last few years, but uh, the girls are just amazing with their uh skills nowadays mm-hmm. if you're not skilled <laughs> well my, my sister talks about that a lot you know because she has three daughters and she talks about just the things that that they could do and she's like you know because I, I played with some pretty good teams right. you know with some pretty good players and she said just the things that the girls right. can do now right. I mean and she's like I, I couldn't even I wouldn't be on the court with them right. you know I probably wouldn't even have played you know she would have been on the court because she was well, gutsy but you're right she yeah. would have learned she yeah would have done it that's I what mean, she well, would have done that's what that's what you do now is you would have learned and you would have done the same stuff and yeah. been as skilled and right done the same type of training but like like you're talking about you're now in the NBA and you've got probably one person per team maybe not quite as much in the WNBA mm-hmm. but I mean you've got girls that are dunking dunking mm-hmm. the basketball in the wnba you know and so. what what we call now this euro step that was walking back in my day yeah yes. they weren't ever, yes. a girl yeah. could not do that right. you know referees would say you can't do that yeah that I was know. walking and well now, for, first you saw you know <clears throat> guys like um guys like uh ginobili doing it like okay then now you see girls doing it, and it's just like holy smokes! I mean, and they're doing it just as good. I mean, it's like well, you just didn't see that coaching you know, school, right? I go and there, this guy he's the he's the head coach at Trinity University, coaching the women. He brings his two sons and two players from Trinity to go through some of his shooting progressions, and I mean the footwork stuff that he had. These first of all, these guys are probably middle school age kids. We any basketball coach in South Texas would take those kids on their team right now, as skilled as they were. And he had girls doing catch, rip, spin move, head fake, mm-hmm. step through. I mean, just doing all kinds of stuff. And that, when that was their progression. That's what they worked on all the time. Mm-hmm. But it was just kind of like, you know, it was like watching whoever the best tactician was on the block of the NBA back in the day, like Kevin McHale, oh. for those that, you know, are old school that remember mm-hmm. that, how he had just every move in the book. 
Tim Duncan, the big fundamental, these girls were doing that. We're doing that all are, the same yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and then they're going and shooting threes on top of that. Yeah. You know, and the progression and right everything there. else. So yeah, it's crazy how it's changed. What what the what the game what shocks me the most about it, you know, and I don't know near as much as y'all do about it is you have people like like a hologram or like a Julie Hagelin, somebody those girls are, are point guards now. Right. And handle the ball <laughs> better <laughs> than point guards did. It's that, that, exactly. Kind of like you know? what your story was with your best boy who was the tallest right. kid that was like, please yeah. let me be the point guard. Right. Yeah. I mean, they do that all the time. I mean, look at guys like Kevin Durant that play. I mean, you know, and then you, you see it on the girls' side too whenever you watch WNBA or, or you watch teams like UConn and them like that. The Rebecca Lobos from back in the day are the ones bringing the ball up the court, going behind, you know, doing the Euro steps, yeah. doing all that stuff like you're saying. They can the five can do what the one can do, and the one can do what the five can do. I mean, right. they're all the same. So, the big terminology now is like it used to be called stretch four. Uh-huh. So your four player who was always your second post, mm-hmm. stretch four. So now they're playing behind the three point line. Well, yeah. now they call it the mismatch four, right? Because it's not necessarily stretching the floor, but now it's changed so much. Now the mismatch four is the guy that goes and posts up uh-huh. the the smaller person yep. that's used to guarding him on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so. That's yeah. how things just change all the time. Yep. So or guy or gal, I guess. Uh, so. Two of my best players ever, of course, was Holly Graham, and then the other one was a girl in Divine. I mean, in uh, Tullahoma, and I coached down at Lynchburg, and uh, <clears throat> where the Jack Daniel Distillery is, and high school down there. And I had a, I've never had a point guard as smart, but she was five one. There's wow. no way she's going to play college ball. Right. Five one, and then today, but what you're talking about? I mean, she did. She went and played small school, but yeah. as far as being in a big school, hold on just a second. Let's see. Hello, hello, caller, are you there? Hold on a sec. Go ahead, Joseph. Hello. Oh. Hello? I think we're having some technical difficulties. Let me see. Go ahead and, and talk just so I want to figure okay. this out. So anyway, so you had you had a, a girl that was five foot one. Smart. Smart, just oh. high, high basketball like you. Oh, tremendous. Yeah. Okay. She could she taught me a lot. Oh, did she? And she <clears throat> started for me in, in our school we could uh play eighth graders on our team and she she I moved her up her dad wouldn't let me move her up in the eighth grade until she finished her season I moved her up uh, in the district tournament we do the district tournament there like you do in the NCAA and stuff like that oh okay you play okay. the whole season seat and then you have a tournament and in the district tournament in the finals my point guard got her shoulder hit in the shoulder and dislocated her shoulder oh, no and this little eighth grader came in was my point guard from then until she graduated Awesome player, Amazing. and uh, I've never, I've just never coached anybody smarter ever. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna try this again. Caller, can you hear me this time? I can hear you. All right, mom, uh, you have any idea who this is? Not, no, I don't, not yet. Hello, Mr. Sessions. Hello. So, former player. How are you? I'm good. For- former player. What year? Which? 
Uh, I graduated in 77, was on your state team. Terry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> took me a minute, took me a minute to find out. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Oh. I'm good, too. Well, you sure did play for me, and you started as a freshman, and... I couldn't ask for anybody to do a better job than you did for four years for me. You always hated to run, but you always did it. You always did it. <laughs> I would. I remember Susie Kempsey would be. I would be like, I can't make it. I can't make it. Susie Kempsey. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. And I always did. Don't know how, but I did. I know. I sure did. You let, always let, did. Let me just reset this for everybody. This is joining us now is Terry Wells, who of course played for mom back in uh, 77 uh but also terry came back and coached with you for a long time and best had, best hire ever made <laughs> back no. and had a little bit of success there led the arabians to two state championships and of course three and three state three state, state appearances in a, in a row and yeah and then of course took over as the ad there at the at divine for the girls and she's called in she's graciously agreed to call in and talk a little bit so we wanted to surprise you well, a little I, bit yeah, I, I just, I couldn't ask for a, a better coach, a better mentor. And, you know, probably not very many people can say that, you know, they've coached for Miss Sessions and they've, she's been her, well, everyone um, that played for her, they, she's definitely been their mentor. But then she was my boss and then my coworker and, and most of all my friend. And, yes. you know, the sessions are, are like family, Kenneth and I. Yeah. And we just, you know, we've been through a lot together and, you know, we couldn't have had our programs as successful as we did if we didn't, you know, support each other. We never were in competition with one another because, you know, one sport led to the other and, and it, as successful as one could be only made the other one just as successful. You bet. And uh, all the year, all the days that we sat in that office and knocked things around, what to do, what not to do, what to do here. Yeah. And then we went. Yeah. To, then we went to softball one time and went to state tournament and won a game. And I remember you. Hey, hey, you, hey, were, hey, hey. you you were more excited than anybody, but you couldn't find anybody out there that wanted to hug you. Could could you? They were like running right past me, and I'm like, "Hello, I helped with this, you know." She looked like Jim oh, it was so oh, funny. Yeah. It was so funny. It was hilarious. And that's what we did. You know, I, I started the girls' softball program, and Terry is right there with me keeping the book and going with it. We just we just supported girls' sports. And uh, Terry yeah. Terry and I not only worked great as a as a player, player for me, but she and I, uh, like I say, best hire ever made. And she and I were just um, couldn't get any closer. Right. As far as friends no. and friends and coaching, give Kenneth a hug for me too while you're at it. I will. I, I told him he couldn't be in here. I'd be too nervous. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, well, if we're going to talk about softball, I'm going to tell you a funny story on Gail now. So you know she had that gold car. I don't even know what it was, Jim. What was it called? It was a 1977 kind of Caprice Classic. Oh. There you go. Well, you know, the softball, we didn't have a fence then. All we had was that metal piping. It was no, all rusted. It wasn't that car, Terry. Go, to, go a little oh, yeah. bit. It yeah, wasn't this, that car. This was a, a 1992 Chevy Corsica. Little Corsica. Oh. Here. Yeah. Yeah. For Neva to go to college oh. in. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I, I'm not there yet. And I drive around the corner and I see this car, her car, like stuck under the metal post. Like her 
her hood is stuck under there. She didn't stop in time. So we get, I get in there, and she's like, get on the hood, get on the hood. I'm like, what? Hurry up, jump up and down. We got to get this out of here. Don't tell anybody. I'm like, okay. So here I am in the hood doing what I do, you know, because she's the boss. She the boss. So get on that hood, and I'm jumping and jumping, and we, we finally wiggle it out, but that that was kind of funny yeah, at they that were- time. They were building that fence, and I did not. I just drove right under there. And if that car had been six inches higher, it would have had my head. It would have been a convertible. It would have been a convertible, and I might have been a convertible, too. They, they, had the post, they had the post and then the top rail, but they hadn't put the fencing part right. in. And Mom was... And they had just done that, and you'd drive through those posts all the time, and right. you know they put yeah. that top rail in. Never thought about it, and got the yeah. car stuck. Yeah. I wish I would have been able to see Terry out there jumping on the hood, <laughs> trying to trying to get it. So I uh, probably did more damage than the post would have done. I can just I can just think at that time I was a I was a student. If I if we had seen that, I'd be oh like, no, that's right. What are they doing? <laughs> that's why we were in a big hurry to hide the mess. Hurry, Terry! Come on, Terry! Hurry even up! Though, hurry even up. though there was a huge dent above the windshield right at the top of the car <laughs> nothing happened yeah. yeah nothing happened yeah if anybody asked yeah. i have no idea how i got there well what what's pretty cool too terry i'm glad you called in because you know you talked about your relationship with mom and being able to work with her and all that and then it kind of went full circle because when i got in i worked with mom for a year and i think cool. you had gotten out already but then you came back from your elementary teaching, came back and coached, and I got to work with you, and then you were my boss. And so, yeah. you know, it was a great opportunity for me to learn and, and grow, and, and, you know, you were a big mentor for me too. So appreciate all that you did for well, me. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It, we, yeah, we go back a long way. You know, with Jim, I remember Jim laying in the office on a pallet because he always had allergies. Yep, always So sick. he was – <laughs> Couldn't go, couldn't and, go to school, but he'd be laying on that pallet on the floor in the office. And by the way, that and was when little, I was in elementary school, not when I was yeah, like a okay, senior okay. or anything in there. I wasn't laying on a pallet then. I was going to say, I was a pop man. You beat me to it. I was going to say, how old were you then? About 16, 17 years old? Yes. Yes. I just didn't, I didn't like science class. You there know, you I go. had to go somewhere There, there you go. <laughs> and then Neva, she was, I was the mascot and um, she was my little mascot. Yeah. So I think uh, they didn't have one those for a long time after that, I don't think. Right. They so, didn't. You know, they didn't. Yeah. We, we go way back and we have some really good memories and, and some funny memories and some sad memories. And, but all of it just, I couldn't have asked for a better person, friend, coach, mentor, boss. I've just, I've been blessed. Well, that goes both ways. I guarantee you that. And uh, even goes to our families, you know, your parents and, all the yeah. all the times your dad talked to me while you were in sports and good times. Okay, yeah, good times. <laughs> I want to hear about the bad times. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't go too far. Yeah, we'll, that. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll gloss over that yeah. part. And, yeah. Uh, but no, whenever uh, I was talking to Jim about about um, doing this this podcast, you know, and having um, coach sessions on here. I, I mean, the first thing I thought of, I was like, you know, the, is to try to get you on this podcast, you know, whether call in or be here or whatever, whatever it may be, because my, people my age, you know, around my age, you know, and stuff, you can't say one without the other, you know, because y'all both had such successful programs, you know, and man, it was so much fun to watch and be a part of, you know, when it, I mean, volleyball and then it would go straight into basketball 
And, you know, then when you get older, you kind of start saying, you know, you kind of start figuring out what all goes into that. You got to have great chemistry in the coaching staff and you got to have people that are like minded. And y'all and you talk to a lot of people that played during that time, my sister being one of them, you know, you knew what was expected the second you walked in that gym, no matter what sport it was, you know. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's that's why I thought it would be it was a must that to have you be a part of this. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. Very sweet. Right. Very sweet. Yeah. I, I just remember, you know, I was fortunate enough to be, of course, along for the ride on a lot of it younger with the, the state volleyball runs and, and, of course, state basketball a couple of times in that same time. But then I got to be a freshman in high school for the second state championship in, in volleyball. And I think y'all went back in basketball that year. And I mean, those things, and it, it's a different time, but I mean, that was the social event for anybody in mm-hmm. high school was, are you, you yeah. know, it wasn't, are you going to the playoff game? It was, hey, who are you riding with, with to the Heck playoff yeah. games? <laughs> you know, and we'd go to play in like the Kennedy gym, which was just teeny tiny and Divine <laughs> would just fill that sucker up. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Well, we're down yeah. at uh, A&M, A&I uh-huh. at that time, right. uh, volleyball I, and probably yeah, basketball too that year, but particularly volleyball. My goodness, yeah, I think the mm-hmm. whole, the whole, everybody in Divine was there. I remember, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I remember Packed that was so that much one fun. Side. Packed that one yeah. side. It was, yeah, it was, it was we, fantastic. Yeah. Good days, good times, yeah. good kids, great kids. They bought into everything we <laughs> asked them to do, and uh, just good times. Yeah, we wouldn't be who we are without without those kids. I tell you, that's for right. Sure. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, we, you have all the chemistry you want to with coaching, but you better have some kids in there that buy into what you asking them to do. Like you said, uh, Susie didn't want to, she didn't want to run. And there you were encouraging her. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. And, and just, just things that like that, that make it, make it happen. Yeah. So anyway. Well, Coach Wells, you got any other, uh, other memories that stick out to you about, about that time? About that time, um, I just remember we coming back from the state tournament and um, we we got home and I they put me on top of the bus. I don't know how they got me up there. <laughs> 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 and, and they were, I mean, the whole, it's like, like Gail said, it was like the whole town was there. And all I can really remember about that, my adrenaline was so high, was Jerry Beck had this. Um, it wasn't real champagne, but it was this bottle of like grape juice, sparkling oh, grape yeah. juice. Yeah. And he yeah. just sprayed that thing all over me. And I was like a drowned rat up there. It's been hard to get my eyes open or anything, but, but that was fun. And the ride up there was fun because, you know, you know, Mr. Holcomb drove us and, you know, things were pretty lax those days. Kenneth got to ride the bus and yeah, I don't know. It was just an awesome experience. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite memories, Terry, is uh, how we went and sent the managers when we were in Crystal City to go get us three sausage wraps before a volleyball game. You <laughs> <laughs> had to eat first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. And they're warming up and we're over there. Just wait. I'll, I'll throw this sausage and then I got to finish the sausage yeah, We had to finish our sausage draft there. Hey, priorities, man. Well, priorities. And, and here, the, the true story on that is we were talking about how good a sausage wrap would be, how we were hungry. And we had a great manager, Patty Carriger, 
And Patty mm-hmm. overhears the conversation and she just goes off to the concession stand and comes back with three sausage wraps. Well, you can't let a sausage wrap go to waste. I mean, you know? yeah. I mean come on now. So we're over there trying to scarf down a, a sausage wrap in like the three minutes we have of general warm up before we have to go out there and shag balls and toss balls around and stuff. So that was that was always a fun one. Yep. But you know, things that I remember like when I was playing for Gail that that really stays with a lot of us is she you know, she always thought of us as athletes, but not only as athletes but like her own kids really. And she would throw these Christmas parties for us. And we had to be a senior before we got a present. Now you got candy and stuff, but you had to be a senior before you got a present. And she would make these, I don't know if she made them, someone made them, the ceramic dolls. And the ceramic dolls would be with your own hair color and your own uniform and your own number. And we just couldn't wait to be seniors to eat those dolls. So she, it's just little things like that. Mr. Sessions making his brownies. Um, it was just so many fun things, you know, that she did with us outside of, you know, just playing and, and being the athletes for her. She did, she did many things. Oh, and of course, we always had to have those matching travel suits that had to match hers, and they were double knit. And <laughs> it was, <laughs> and one year we remember, I was telling my girls this the other day, that um, you know how those smocks look. So we all looked pregnant when we walked in the, the deal because she had us wearing big white maroon checkered smock things that tied in the back, but. But we, I mean, we just, our parents made those things for us. And if our parents didn't sew, I'm, you know, I'm sure Gail did a lot of sewing herself, probably Betty Ward and Eva and all of them. So, I mean, it's just so many different memories that you have outside of just playing the game. Yeah. yeah. And all that led to all the t-shirts now that people order really nice looking. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, was, I was sitting here thinking, okay, so if you're talking about, what was it? A smock? Is that what you called it? Oh, that's what Terry called it. I can't remember. That's what, what I, I don't, yeah. Well, I'm, was, I'm just wondering if I'm going to have to start ordering them for my girls because you know how fashion is. It kind of comes back around. So yes. well, they, they, maybe we could be the, the trendsetters. Smock. You know, you, you, you do you do have boys walking around with the Boston Celtics shorts. You know, mid thigh. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and the mullets. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. there's there's an interesting time. For yeah. sure. I, I told my son who was growing a mullet out. I said, you do realize, Ty. There's a reason why these things went out of style, yeah. you know, yeah. so he didn't quite really get that. It kind of went over his head, but you know, it's like, there's a reason why bullets went out of style. There's a reason why the, the, uh, mid thigh shorts went out, you know, yeah. whenever Larry Bird decided to retire. Yeah, so, for sure. But, for sure. But, um, coach Wells, one, uh, one last question here for you. Um, playing for coach sessions, you know, and the influence she had, you know, when did you realize that you wanted to kind of follow in her footsteps and get into the coaching profession and, and try to, you know, do the same thing? Well, it was, it was right away. I, I, I knew what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I, I, I tease some people cause I'm like, you know, there's so many athletes that Gail have coached or, and I have coached that go into the coaching profession. And I'm like, I don't know if they're doing it because, we were good mentors or if they're like, they're not doing anything like we did. <laughs> but I'm sure it's the, the first. The love but, of the um, sport. The love of the sport. You know, yeah. that's why you get into it. You just right. love the competitiveness. Yes. The competition. Yeah. And, you know, when I got out, that was, you know, the, 
the two things that I missed the most were, was the relationships that I built with kids and, and the competition. Right. You know, I, I didn't miss all the practicing time, but I missed the game time, right. you know, when you're under the lights and, you know, that's just an adrenaline, adrenaline rush that you just can't explain if, if you've never been in those shoes. Right. right. Yep. You got that right. You've never won a state championship. You can't, uh, you can't get that feeling either. I don't think, you know, Right. Yeah. That's just a, how do you replace You were talking about the adrenaline when you were on that bus, and that might have been just all had won the regionals or something. But once you win that state championship, that feeling is amazing. Yeah. It's just, you can't get any better than that. Right. Right. Because, you know, you, you strive to do that ultimate goal. And when you right. finally figured out that, that, my gosh, you know, that the girls did it, it's just, it was just an amazing feeling. And Jim, I want to congratulate you too, and I am so excited about your next journey. Well, and I know that you're going to do great things. Well, thanks, Terry. I appreciate it. It's been a uh, it's been a learning experience so far. I think the the saying is, when I go to Central Office, it's a good day to learn something. So I always seem to learn yeah. something down there. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And again, thank you for your mentorship back uh, early part of my career, and then of course Chad. The last couple of years has done a good job with that. And, of course, mom there sure. at the very beginning of my career. So I've got a lot of good people to look up to, and hopefully I can hold up the tradition at, of the athletic director position there at Divine ISD. And you didn't name Well, and, and I'm just, you know, glad, too, that you can hold up the tradition of what an Arabian is, you know. Okay. And, and I know that will filter over to the war side, too. But, you know, you, you've been there. You've seen it all. You know what's it the expectations are of an Arabian and, and I know that you'll carry that through. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we've, we've all been blessed. I think the, the key thing here and we've all kind of alluded to it is we've had great kids. We've been able to work with great kiddos throughout the years. And, uh, you know, when they come back and teach and coach at divine, that's even more special, but mm-hmm. you know, it's about the kiddos and uh, the relationships with them and to see them be successful on and off the court, but more importantly, going forward into life and, being successful there that's that's the best part of it all right right absolutely so you know and and, and i don't want to leave out the the other ladies that y'all had on y'all staff too you know like miss your heart you know oh, coach, yeah. Co- coach darnell and all them y'all had y'all had, yeah. y'all had a, a great we coaching did. staff from from bottom all the way to the top <laughs> we did you know and and you saw success on every level so you know it's just like 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 my sister like holly says all the time it was like a well-oiled machine i mean it started whenever you were in sixth grade you know, going and doing stuff, and then all the way through until y'all until they graduated. Right. You know, and you know, and, they, and right. she said, you know, and it takes many years after getting out to really look back and really appreciate, appreciate it. that. But yeah. you know, going yeah. in, going into yeah. sixth grade, it was just you know, it was like just you know, like like she said, like a machine. You know, so and that's a testament to to you know you being the AD co sessions and and all your assistants, you know, all the way down. And Imogene was the first player to score four points for me. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, Terry, we, we uh, really appreciate you calling in tonight. Uh, well, I appreciate you letting me have this opportunity to yeah, uh, brag on Gail a little bit and to kind of visit with y'all. It's, it's uh, been a pleasure. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you called in. Love you, girl. Thank you. Love you, too. Yeah, thanks, thanks. thanks for calling in, Terry. Appreciate it. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye bye. Well, that was neat. That was surprising like neat. I wish I'd have recognized her just a little bit sooner. <clears throat> that was neat. 
Oh, that was, I mean, that, that really was neat because, uh, um, just me sitting here being a part of that because, you know, being at, 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 at I think it's I was been, in elementary, you know, been, at that yeah. time, it just, I remember going on those road trips, going down to Texas A&I, you know, and then going up to Austin and doing that stuff. God, it, was, it was great. I mean, and that was, you oh, know, yeah. many, many years ago, but I remember like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I still remember the volleyball team, the, the last championship. I don't really remember the two before. I remember them rushing the floor or like Lacey, you know, and stuff and everything. Yeah. Cause I knew Lacey more, better than anybody. Cause she was going, she was dating right. Justin at the time, but I mean, them rushing the floor whenever they want and stuff. I mean, I still remember yeah. that. And I was and, like in fourth uh, grade. Stacey Hamilton did the, the back, round off back, back handspring backflip. Back she said, yeah. we win it. I want to do this. And she did. <laughs> yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have your phone with you by chance? I do. I was going to see if I could steal a number out of there. I'll see if we can get another guest here maybe in a minute. So, let's see. We were talking about, we'd kind of gotten into the 80s a little bit. And there was a girl named Holly Graham, I think. Yeah, there was Holly. Did she do anything? She was fair. <laughs> she was fair. She, um. As a freshman, I can remember her saying, Coach, don't you think we ought to put the press on? Or you think we ought to do this or we ought to do that? She was wow. uh, as a freshman. Yeah, as a freshman. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, having two boys that played basketball that she played with all the time at home and whenever she could, and <clears throat> being 6'2", uh, she's a very special, very special young lady. Um. I, uh, I I remember thinking, of course, because I was, you know, elementary at that time, thinking that she was, you know, so like, you know, eight foot tall until y'all played Poth. Oh. And <laughs> what was those girls' name? The, uh, the Gillingham? Gillingham girls, yeah. How tall were they? Um, well, Holly was 6'2", so one of them was a couple of inches, so one must have been 6'4", and the other one must have been about 6'5", because they were both quite a bit taller than uh, Holly. Uh, you, you know, you see that. You know, not all the time now, but on a more of a consistent right. way. Back then, you did not you did see not. that. I mean, no. Holly. And then there was a girl from Jordanton that was pretty tall. Right. You know, but that was it. And then y'all, but you were smart. I mean, you went and, and got those games on the schedule. So and right. have somebody right. where she had to work a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and stuff. But, I mean, I just remember those girls seemed like they were like 10 foot tall. I yeah. mean, I was, you know, at, at my age. But I know, but but Holly, Holly had, I mean, from what I remember, Y'all can definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but she seemed she seemed like she was more skilled than them, you know, on on the court. You know, but I I you know, like I said, I'm, it, Holly's was so smart mm-hmm. and um, and skilled, and like I say, she played with her brothers mm-hmm. um, at home all the time. And uh, what better? And they were Royd was what six four six three. Kevin didn't oh, play, yeah. and he was tall too. So she just always. Mm-hmm. And I played with them, and she was in had a ball in her hand right. a lot, right, a lot. And it wasn't just basketball. I mean, of course, what she did in volleyball, and then in, right. in track, uh, you know, she would she ran and also she did threw the shot. Um, shot put. Got, mm-hmm. I believe she got third in the state. I think was the best she ever did in shot put. Yeah, so I, me and Jim talk about that a lot too. About how you know now, kids specialize. In one sport right. and stuff, you know, and not that that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, times have changed. Yeah, girls like like Holly, 
you know, girls like Julie Haglin that could have easily been like, you know what, I'm just going to specialize on this. But instead, they went out and played and and were mm-hmm. were very talented in numerous things, you know. And well, at Holly got started about the beginning of when it got big for us. Now it's big in San Antonio already, having these club teams. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and Holly always played volleyball during basketball season, <clears throat> but right. she never missed a practice or a game or anything. Right. With basketball in order to didn't let that interfere with which nowadays sometimes it does interfere. Right. But uh, you know, she she knew what she wanted to do and she did both of those for extended period of time in there. Did very well. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't even know she's doing it for the long time. I didn't have any clue she was playing club. Yeah. I didn't even know what club ball was. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the beginning there, kind of the beginning it was, of club and ball. They they heard about her and of course they came down, somebody contacted her. And so I didn't even know about it for a long time. Yeah, and and I don't know. I was texting. I had a parent text me about a question, but I wasn't paying a lot of attention. But did you talk about how good of a uh, athlete Holly was? Like went to Texas, played volleyball and basketball. We, we hadn't gotten her yet, but okay. we were talking about how yeah. she was basically saying, you know, yes, she was skilled, but her her IQ was so right. high in 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 the sports as well. You know, like telling your mom. You think we ought to, as a freshman, you think we ought to put yeah. the press on? Yeah. Or you think we ought to, yeah. as a yeah. freshman, most times freshmen are like, yeah. I know, it's scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she finished her senior year. They went pretty far. Maybe they didn't get to the final four, I don't think, but they they went really far in volleyball. And uh, that was her senior year. <clears throat> and her brother went up to Jody and knew that she didn't have a lot of post playing and asked if Jody would let Holly play basketball that year. Right. And Jody said, it's just really not up to me. I've got to talk to the players, you know, if they won't mind, because they've been working out since, you know, October, September, whenever. And uh, she did talk to them, and they needed some height, and so they agreed to let Holly play. And Jody told me one time, said for someone who had been out of the game for four years, uh-huh. said she was amazing when she came into a skill level. Now, of course, Holly had been playing a little basketball, just pick up stuff on the mm-hmm. side, you know. Yeah. She hadn't totally put it down. But um, she played the rest of that year. Um, she played basketball for for Jody. Never, I don't think she ever started her in any, but she she helped him. That's amazing. It was it was amazing. But you don't you don't just get there. You don't get to that level just with skill. You have to have right. the mind right. as well and and desire so, and, oh, and, yeah. and and all of all of, a lot of other. Yeah, I mean, at that level, who thinks of doing that? Right. You know, hey, I'll and why does she? Ball. Why would she need to do that? Exactly. She's had a great career there in Texas and volleyball, and now, well, I'll just, I'll just, just play three, two more know. months of. Yeah, what the yeah. heck? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So she just, she loved basketball. Right. She loved to play basketball as well. I remember Holly in high school talking about the club ball. She came back jump serving, and it was like the first time we'd ever really seen someone jump serve. And I mean, I the only that. other time you saw it might have been in the Olympics, because you know. They didn't put college volleyball on ESPN mm-hmm. back then. There, I mean, ESPN was in its infancy. But you'd watch the Olympics and you'd see these people jump surfing. All of a sudden, Holly Graham was doing that. And we're six like, two, six two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. And and I, when you say that, you brought that up. I'm like, I, I remember that. You know, when little kids, you're there running around. But whenever Holly came to serve, whatever you're doing, you stopped yeah. and you watched. <laughs> yes. You know, and and then it got to the point where I mean, because we were at all the games watching. It got to the point where, like, my friends are sitting there doing this, and I'm just watching because I want to see when she jumps on the spike, she's going to hit somebody in the face, or you know, when she's going to jump serve, and is she going to knock somebody over, like a like a bowling pin or something? Yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. it was it was awesome. 
you know, the things that she could do in this area, people just were not doing, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and I, I just remember them having a great rivalry with Jordanton because Jordanton had that we one did. girl that was tall. I can't remember her name. I'm, I'm trying to think of her name too, but Beth, she was Beth Burkett. Beth Burkett. That yeah. rings a bell. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. and I don't know how good she was compared to Holly, but I just remember her being good. She was very and good. Then, she know. was a slender, quicker, um, you know, a little different from Holly, but post player. Mm-hmm. And she was very good. And we yeah. ended up playing them in the finals of the regional tournament to advance the state tournament. Wow. And uh, we had played them a couple times before. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a big rivalry. Big now, rivalry. Now, oh. is, that, is that the game where Holly kind of rolled her ankle and was kind of struggling to get up and down the court and at the end shot uh, went to go shoot it and then passed to Vanessa Lorraine to win the game? Um, Hold on I'll, just a second. We'll finish that story in just a second. Okay. Hello? All right, hold on just a All right, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, well, we're joined now. We have another phone call. Joseph set all this up, by the way. And we've been talking about someone named Holly Graham on our podcast here. And we've got our guest is Gail Sessions. And so I guess I should let everybody that listens to this in the future know that Holly Graham has just called in. Well, Holly Graham watch now. but I say, were your, were your ears ringing? So, so. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Hi, Holly. Hi, so, Holly. Let's introduce uh, our let's Hello, welcome. Hello, Session. We want to welcome you to the podcast here, Holly. Uh, you're on with, uh, you. with with Coach Sessions, the real Coach Sessions over there. Uh, me, Coach <laughs> Sessions, and, of course, Joseph Sadler here, who I think did some of the legwork to get all this set up. But we appreciate you joining us tonight. Well, you're welcome. I'm happy to be included. Yeah. We were just, just talking yeah. about you turning your ankle your senior year at the regional basketball game oh, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. it was uh if i'm if i'm right it was a night the first game and we had a big lead I think so. we had a big lead and we took you out of course and it was a bad turn you really should not have played on it and but you were determined you were going to and i can remember even talking to your parents i knew you had a volleyball scholarship at that time and i thought man if i play her and i ruin this ankle and she's not able to do this volleyball in college i remember talking to your parents about that and you said i'm playing really i'm playing and when <laughs> i stuck you back in they caught up with us um it wasn't dripping springs but it was uh, wimber was it wimberley was it someone up there seems like but anyway uh, i can't remember maybe. but they had caught back up with us and uh, you said you were going back in and you did and and uh yeah we ended up pulling that one out and then playing Jordan and in the finals, and uh, he was asking me about I, I, the way I remember it. The end of the game, we're down one. I don't know who shot it, if you shot it or who, but Vanessa Lorraine got the rebound. I, I, thought, I thought it was Holly. It, passed I believe it. that. And yeah. put it back up. And put it back up. And put it back up. And at the buzzer for us to win that game. Wow. But it was. Uh, yeah. Vanessa Lorraine, but yeah, and you did. You, you struggled the next day. You could definitely tell you had a turned ankle, but uh, you were determined you were going to play and get us to the state tournament, which you did. So, so yeah, yeah. Well, Jordanton, y'all had some y'all had some good rivalry games in volleyball and basketball. Oh, we did. So, we did. With, with the yeah, one. I don't think we wore anything red and divine. <laughs> we weren't allowed to wear red. <laughs> no, no, that, that's exactly Something right. Something like that. And remember, Something remember like the that. big controversy that one time. I think it was the boys' game where the Phantom two points, where the officials didn't know if the ball went in or not. Yeah. 
Right. And they ended up asking the scores table, and the guy's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. And, of course, then the cry was, <laughs> remember the two, the Jordan fans were upset because we won uh, by maybe one at Divine or something. So there was a lot of rivalry know. during that time. Okay. Lots of rivalry. Yeah. 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 But, um, well, Holly, we, uh, we wanted to get you on here because, um, you know, you definitely, you know, while ago, uh, Coach Sessions was talking about her career, and she said, you know, uh, two of my best players, and she named another girl from earlier in her career, and and in you. So we wanted to kind of bring yeah. you in and 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 uh, and have you just kind of talk a little bit about your experience of, of playing, you know, uh, in the Divine Raven program for Coach Sessions during those years. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Um, yeah. Looking looking back, it was just an incredible experience. You know, as I'm going through it, I don't know that we thought that all the time. Um, <laughs> that's that's, but, that's but been a common yeah, theme, by I, the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do remember that um, like my brothers and you, Jim, would come in practice with us um, on more than one occasion. And and I know there were a couple of, of male coaching changes throughout my brother's career in high school and middle school. And he was like, well, why didn't the sessions just coach us? Why didn't she just coach us? So, so I know that, um, you know, we had a, a great thing and, and we were the envy of, of everyone, you know, even right there in town, but um, all across the, South Central Texas. Right. You know, I can say that I played from a sessions and people know who I'm talking about, you know, so it's pretty cool. Well, it was, you You just, uh, you're, during your tenure there, they're just the excitement in the school and they were talking about they were both in school when that happened and uh, most exciting mm-hmm. thing was who's going to the game tonight and where are you going and who are you going with, you know, and uh-huh. Uh, we just uh, yeah. those those times were unbelievable. It's hard to uh, even think about going back and um, and matching that, matching those things that we. Yeah, and with. and I and I talked to I talked to other students, even players that are coming to play for me now, and you know, trying to ask about their high school experiences and stuff, and. And, and it wasn't that way for them, you know. They weren't spoiled with a full gym right. at the, you know, with a female program. And, and at the same time, like, we were all trying to go to baseball games, go to football games, go to see everything we could, too, you know. And so I just think that the school spirit itself was was just incredible. But, you know, part of that was we were winning some stuff, and, you know, that helps to build that right. kind of thing for sure oh yeah i know don was assistant principal then and bob benderley would have to go to football <laughs> or wherever and don always got to go to volleyball or whatever oh, and yeah. um you know it just it was uh tiring wore everybody out wonderful for we sure. loved it we appreciate it <laughs> yeah you know so yeah yeah it was it was great great experiences yeah. and then I think about like the meals at your house and the potatoes <laughs> and the brownies, you know, and you just, you took care of us and, and we wanted to play for you and we wanted yeah. to do our best. Well, Bob Bendeley one time said, you treat your teachers and all like your sisters and your brothers. Well, I always felt like it's players, you know, I had to treat players as my own kids. You know, you work them hard, you discipline them, you get all over them, but you reward them and, uh, 
I just that just was the philosophy I had, and it worked out well. And Bob's uh, helped me a lot with this. I become a became a principal, and and I tried to keep that same philosophy he had with treat your people you work with like they were your brothers or your sisters, and you can't go wrong. I don't know if that would work with the Sadler family. <laughs> yeah, you would be fighting everybody, Joseph. Yeah, so that, that, yeah see that I can't. We can't use that philosophy. Oh well, you know. <laughs> but in most normal cases, yes, As, I can see okay, where that works. Good. So. Well, we know who's normal here. <laughs> Holly, how are you? You still there? Oh, did we lose Holly? Let me see. I think we lost her for a second. Holly, you still there? Yeah, I, I can hear you better okay. now. Yeah, we lost you there for a second. I was asking, like. how, yeah. how are you? How is everything going with uh, you now? Yeah, I'm I'm doing well. I'm coaching out here at Western New Mexico, and uh-huh. we're getting ready to start our our fall season and preseason and stuff. And Great. looking forward to the new team coming in. And um, we're actually going to play at St. Mary's in San Antonio and St. Edward's in Austin this year. Awesome. And That's so, fantastic. Yeah. Let us so know. it's a Friday night know. and a Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be, okay. we'll be at one on Friday and one on Saturday and, and then try to get back home after the game. You know, <laughs> That's our biggest thing now is travel, yeah. you know, where it was far to go to Carrizo Springs for us. Right. <laughs> and we were there, but, but, you know, but we were supposed to go to school the next day, which we did, but at least here we have the weekend before we have to get back to class. Right. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I would dream of a road trip that's only two and a half hours right now. So anyway, yeah, but yeah. it's good. I'm excited to have a good, good class coming in this year. And then I had a good class last year. Uh, we were just super young, so we didn't win a lot of matches. But man, I had a great spring and had a you know oh, good. good recruiting class coming in. Yeah, yeah so I'm looking forward to it. I bet it's you be are. Great. I bet you are. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. Well, I was here this summer, and of course, yes, every, every time I'm so here, so. you never come in and do your camp. It's when I'm not here that you always come in and do the camp. But uh, that's okay. We're starting. We're starting. The plan is to come back next year. So. Oh no. <laughs> Well, I'm planning to be there next year, right. so I don't know if you are or not. Well, but I have no idea I, yet at this time. I know, I know, I know. We'll sketch it on the calendar for now. Yeah. So put it in pencil. Yeah. Put it in pencil. Put it in pencil. Yeah, not, don't put it in pen sure. yet. So, but yeah, for sure, for sure. And and Jim, I hear congratulations. You're in order for you. I didn't realize you were the new athletic director. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much. That's I, awesome. I, I appreciate that. It was, it's funny. We had uh, Terry Wells on earlier. So uh-huh. we kind of talked about how she played for mom and then came back and coached with her and became the AD. And then I talked about how I worked <laughs> with Terry and it's kind of all come full circle here. Yeah. But yeah, sure. I'm super excited. That's great. It's, it's definitely been a challenge so far, just trying to get some staff in and things like that. But I'm oh, super for sure. excited for I'm it. Sure. But yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Well, good luck. Thank you. Thank and you. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, yeah, I will, well. I will echo, echo mom's thoughts. I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to have, you know, uh, you know, we're not going to get to spend some time together and talk uh, sports when you come down for your camp this year, but you know, Mom. We'll look forward to it in the near future. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, all so right. We were already we were already uh, planning on kidnapping you and making you come out here and be on the podcast while you were here too. <laughs> yes. So, you know. Uh. So, so. 
I think that I I really think that's why you didn't come. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to do the video part. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want pictures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah we're we're good. we're not very famous at all, but we do have we do have some listeners that will tune in every now and then and and uh, listen and and kind of spread out all over the place. So you might get a random text yeah. for some from some classmates or something one day. Yeah. So, oh, good deal. Yeah, but. Uh, glad to hear Thank you're doing you. well. Um, well, Joseph. Do you. Have, I'm, I know you've got a list of questions over there. So, oh no, I just, I mean, the main, the main reason why, you know, I wanted you to come on, you know, call in and stuff is just, you know, because, you know, I, I know what you're able to accomplish here. You know, whenever you played for Coach Wells and for Coach Sessions and stuff, and I just, I kind of wanted this to kind of get your, get your, your feelings on that and any, any memories that may stick out in your mind and stuff of, of your time here. Uh, playing for coach sessions and uh and also the kind of influence they that that she had on you you know with you going into the coaching profession right right yeah i mean just state championships and state opportunities and full gyms and and all of that kind of stuff that that not everybody gets the opportunity to do and and Mm -hmm. we did that there in divine and i think we started something that seems like it's doing pretty well now too so that's really exciting when did you know you yeah. wanted to coach holly when, what what age were you when you realized you might want to coach you remember um i think not till i was in college and i okay. did a little bit more of it like mm-hmm. in camps and stuff mm-hmm. um and then it just really hit me right. like um you guys and and coach Shearheart as well and and coach darnell all were super influential, you know, right. in my, my development as a, as a player and a person, but, right. um, I, I didn't think I'd have the opportunity to do it in college necessarily. I was going to coach and teach at the high school level was kind of my, um, my first thought after, after my first, year, <laughs> after my first year in college, I first thought I was going to do you know, grander kind of mathematical architecture kind of stuff. And then my first math class was more than I could handle. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I don't want to take that much math. And, um, and so then I had a chance to do some summer camps and coach kids. And I was like, this is really cool. And, you know, just my athletics experience in college and just made me want to do that. And then I had the chance to jump right into it right after while I was in the midst of my student teaching stuff and I was like oh I don't have to student teach okay I'm not going to do that <laughs> let me go coach yeah. so right. well yeah. you made a good decision good to, good to well, have thank you in the you. profession thank uh, you added to thank it. you you've added to it awesome Holly I just want you to know yeah. I stole something from you you probably have no clue that I did this but I right. remember one time when you came back from college, someone asked you, hey, you know, talking, you were talking about that math class. They're like, how, uh-huh. you know, how's college going? How, how are the grades? And your, your line was, some are better than others. And I said, you know what? I'm stealing that. And that was my line in college, too. Like, eh, some are better than others. So. Yeah, that was for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and, like, even now, like, a neat part, not about math, but about coaching is that um, several of our my former collegiate players are coaching yeah. now and stuff yeah. too. So that's 
the, the tree keeps growing. Yeah. So that's good. It does. <clears throat> sure yeah. does. Yeah. Really yeah. cool. Yeah, um, for sure. Next time, uh, next time you come in, you're going to have to go and, and, and check out uh, Jim's office where he has the, the wall of champions. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, we're we're trying to put together something where we get all of our state champions from Divine ISD, just get a picture. So working on okay. that right now. So, of course, we've got the 87 and 88 volleyball teams. Would that be right? Or Good, the, yeah. yeah. The yeah. falls of 87 and 88. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you have the Statue of Liberty sideways. And I do have the Statue of Liberty sideways. That's holding a place for the 62 team when I get that, that basketball <laughs> oh, Okay. Yeah, but, but we've also we've got some of our individual. We've been fortunate. We've had three individual state champions in the last 10 or 15 years. So, you know, trying to do right, something and, to honor that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's great. Yeah, just try to get that out and, and honor you guys and, and the tradition y'all left at Divine High School. And, you know, I think that's something people need to see and be aware of. And, you know, I remember it well as a freshman in high school. <laughs> I, right. I, I forgot how, I mean, how just absolutely awesome the hairdos were back then. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Yeah, they, were, they were awesome. So <laughs> the hair, yeah, the hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we, the, the guys, we had a lot of it. Yeah, the guys are bringing <laughs> the guys back the did too. Yeah, the guys are bringing <laughs> back the mullets. I think the girls ought to bring back uh-huh. those eighties, man. This the eighties do. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why there's the hole in the ozone. All the hairspray and <laughs> yes, stuff back yes. in the eighties. Could be, could be. <laughs> hairspray from the eighties. Hey, great times though, man. Great, great times. Just looking at those pictures, it, was, it brought back a lot of wonderful, wonderful memories during that during that time right yeah. there. Absolutely, yep, yeah, for sure. Good time, so. yeah. But we're going yeah. to create some more. Just keep keep it That's going. Right. We're going to create more. That's it. Yeah. That's right. You, uh, you said something while ago that 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 I've said before, and, and numerous people have said it before. But I mean, like you said that that kind of started something that's still continuing today. You know, it's just the the success that that is just carried over. You know, and, and and Jim says it all the time. You know, iron sharpens iron, and and you know, it's success, success breeds success, and it's just something mm-hmm. that's come that's that's continued to go and go and go. You know, since then, so you know, and, yeah. and you were definitely a big part of that. That's for sure. Huh. So the Hagl- the Haglin twins, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, all these people that didn't go into coaching and just uh, right, right. Really good yeah. memories. Good mm-hmm. memories. But it took the whole team. It for did. Sure. Yeah, it's oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's for sure. But thank you. Thank you for taking the time to call in, Holly. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You guys have a good night. Well, I appreciate it too. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yep. Bye. Okay. Thanks for calling Bye. in, Holly. Appreciate it. Uh huh. Bye. 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 So, how about that? Surprise, surprise. Joseph is a little neat. sneaky about he, stuff like this. Joseph's always been sneaky. Yeah. Well, I was trying to get a hold of Abby Fanning. I didn't have Abby Smith, and uh-huh. I didn't have her number, so I tried to steal that, but I haven't heard back from her. Oh. But it's kind of late notice. Joseph had set all this other up with Terry and Holly yeah. a lot sooner, and when we started talking about Abby a while ago, I was like, oh, we need to try to get yeah. her to call in. She texts me today or the day before yesterday or today one. Yeah. Odd. So. She would do that. Abby is the player that we're talking about that played for me as an eighth grader. Oh, that's just okay. Uh-huh. Man, yeah, that's it. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, and, and Jim saw, no, Neva saw her play some. Right. I don't think yeah. Jim ever. I saw a couple of games, but I never okay. got, like, Neva got to go up when y'all made state the state tournament, tournament in Tennessee. And that's one thing Joseph <laughs> wanted to talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. And I know we're an hour and a half in, um, but. Well, I, I wanted to I wanted to say, 
you know, there towards the end of your career, you just you decided to just you know you and you had said it earlier, you decided to start a softball program, and typical you, you don't come in and just you know get your doors blown off and everything else. Y'all go all the way to the state game, <laughs> you know. Year. So you know, and it's like, huh, you know. Nothing like making an entrance, yeah. you know. Yeah. Sad so. part about that was so Holly, Holly really, his that group of kids, Holly, your sister Holly, they really wanted to start the year oh, before. Yeah. And the board wanted to do it and we didn't have a place to play. And uh just just the way the board put it in as mm-hmm. so quickly as they did, I just didn't feel it was the right timing. And I always hated uh-huh. that for Holly and that group of kids because right. they love to play. But we yeah. did put it in the next year. Um Don, Jim, and I helped build fence in order to have a field. Um, and, yeah, we ended up, uh, we had two good pitchers. You know, at that time, good pitchers, not compared to pitchers today, great pitchers today. Oh, yeah. But um, they were they were good. And, yeah, we got, we lucked out and got all the way to the state tournament. Had a terrible tragedy during that year. Had one of our girls that got killed in an automobile mm-hmm. wreck. Um, was hardest, one of the hardest things we ever had to go through. And, um, but we ended up making it to the state tournament and ended up, it ended up being second. So, um, it was, uh, well worth it. Right. Started it, kept it going. Uh, Jim thinks that might be for the people that's coming back and all the girls programs, that might be the strongest program right now at the beginning of this year that he might see. He, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because almost the whole softball team is back. Yeah, we've got several yeah. of them coming and back. Incoming good freshmen pitcher. supposed to be pretty talented, right? Yeah. Good yeah. pitcher, good yeah. catcher, good well, good players. You know, you, you said that the tragedy y'all had, and, I mean, anytime a kid that age passes away is horrible, but she was a really good player. Oh, yes. A really, I mean, Erica was a very special player. And, she and was. One, one of your leaders, I mean, she, she was. catcher. Mm-hmm. And, right. You know, and, and I remember, I mean, I – Again, yet another thing you remember like it was yesterday, you know, uh, when that happened. And for y'all to be able to recover and make that run, right. you know, was was amazing, you know. And uh, and so, but yeah, I just, you know, I, I remember that because I was, you know, I was a sophomore that year. That, that was that was just a, that was really crazy. It was. It was. It was a, a joyous time, but it, it was also heartbreaking because that happened. I mean, it happened right at the end of the season, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. Right. You know, and uh, and so it was kind of such a, a mix of emotions, but but it was just amazing how y'all were able to keep it together. You right. know, coaches, coaches, and players, because that was tough on. I know it was terribly tough on y'all. Yeah, it was. So, was and she was you know. a great catcher. We had a good backup catcher, Brianna mm-hmm. Waya, mm-hmm. came in there, and um, she was. Ended up being doing a great job for us, uh, yeah. and it just it just worked out. We sort of felt like we had an angel in mm-hmm. up above watching over us. Yep, because uh, she was a special young lady. Yeah, special. And you know, Coach Quiz and I have talked about this before. Uh, you know, when you get to the end of the year, sometimes it's about the team that's the most excited about being playing you know, still playing, it's right. the end of the year, especially mm-hmm. if you have a lot of seniors, are they still excited about doing it? And, you know, as bad as that tragedy was, it was also kind of a deal where everybody kind of focused and had a goal, and that was like we're playing for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it was kind of like that was the that was the therapy, it, I think, for that team, well, it seemed like. Yeah. you know, the, And you have to, to be, be careful with that. Not all kids can handle that. Right. But this group yeah. did. Terry, Terry uh, Pepper 
was our best friend, the other senior leader oh, on that yeah. team. And um, mm-hmm. you just have to be careful playing for someone like that. Right. But these kids, uh, they did it. They did it. Yeah. yeah, it was really neat. And and it was one of those deals where it, the state softball tournament was multiple games in. It was like right. three games, four games. Like I think y'all won two games and we won. Like it was three games, three was, games, uh-huh, three games, and then got beaten the championship game. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because they're like one of the games. I don't know that we were ever the best team in the games, but we just found a way to win. Right. And like Terry yeah. Pepper hit a ball that I mean, if there's ever the definition of a seeing eye single, that was it. And it drove in like two runs. <laughs> and you know Tracy Staley makes a phenomenal. Uh, or oh, Tracy double Blackman, play, phenomenal yeah. double play in the second game. You um, hardly ever see pulled off, and I mean, it was just things were going that group's way, and it it just kind of like it all kind of caught up to us in that in the championship game. Right, it did. Right. But, I remember in that first game we were we were down four or five, and I remember Bob Bendley had to leave around the fourth or fifth game. We played, I mean, fourth or fifth inning. We played seven. And he had to leave and get back, go somewhere. And he came by and he said, well, just chalk it up to, you know, good experience, thinking we were going to lose it, which at that time it looked like we were. Because we, we had done some things, it got caught on some things that I wasn't prepared for and uh, made us sort of look bad. And um, so he came by and congratulated me on a good season and left. And then Dad got it right after he left, we won the game. So. Wasn't there like a play at third? Like I got somebody out at third base or, or, that was, or something? That was the second was, game. That was the, the second game. They won the game. Where Tracy right. Blackman now, but Tracy Steady then. No. Like, um, well, wasn't it hit to the third baseman? And it was it Rhonda Savage? Rhonda would Rhonda have played third base. That, yeah. that did her crazy fake to fake to first and then goes back and the runner like took a few steps because they were really aggressive. Yes. Rhonda fakes the throw, turns around. And tags the girl trying to get back to the base. So that's out like number two. So we're all celebrating because it's a great play. And, you know, there right. well, there was still a runner at second at the time, too. So uh-huh. now there's runners at first and second. The ball's still alive. So she gives it back to Tracy Staley. Well, Rhonda's doing Rhonda thing, high-fiving Terry or whoever the shortstop is. Well, that girl from second takes off to steal third. nobody's on third. Because nobody's at third. Tracy Gosh. sees it from the circle, runs and dives and tags her out huge double play and i don't know i don't think that won the game that, that ended the game Did that in the game and they yeah, had we that. had had a big lead and they had come back and uh those runs score right there they win the game yeah and uh it was yeah, big place two other people that you you name right there that both i got got into coaching yeah Ronda, Ronda and tracy, tracy. Right. you know yeah. been successful and the best part about that is after that double play is when coach wells ran out <laughs> trying to find someone to and hug look, and look like jim balbano after they beat <laughs> yes. houston <laughs> yes because everybody else is like over there where tracy was and terry running around holding the scorebook in one hand and her pen in the other hand running around and gets out there and it's like oh crap there's nobody out here and like has to double back to go find people to hug so, we, so I wouldn't uh, hug Terry. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. But yeah, that was that was a, and Rhonda Savage had done. I wasn't coaching at the time, but I would come up. I was in college, and I'd come into some of your practices and watch. And Rhonda did that all the time, and and in games, if there was a runner at third, and they hit it to her at third base, she would fake like she was going to throw it over there, and then try mm-hmm. to tag the girl out. Right. And uh, well, she did the same thing in basketball too. She would do like some of these, like like fake it to nobody, and like <laughs> yes. and, yes. you know, because she was an under she was an undersized post, right? right? And so she was one of those yeah. that would go in there and head fake and fake pass to nobody, yeah. you yeah. know, and stuff, and put English on it and score and stuff. So 
Man, she was, and her personality was perfect for, for how she played. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, for sure. And she's still the same. Yeah. So. All right. Well, but, we're, we're getting close to the two-hour mark, so let's jump real quick. Talk a little mm-hmm. bit about post-Divine. You, gra- you go, you decide you're going to retire. Nanny, grandmother is sick. End up losing her right before you get back to take care of her right. and, and, and the grandfather or your dad and Pappy, as we called him. <clears throat> yeah, two weeks before we uh, were scheduled to move back, my mother passed away. And uh, had that not happened, I I would if she'd been living, I would not have gone back into teaching and coaching. But she passed away. We get over there. The kids are there. My dad, and, and I saw where there was an opening at a school. Yeah, you need to apply for it. You know, we'll all go to your games. Blah, 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 blah. So I do. I call and apply for it. And it's, well, it's no longer open. Uh, the coach from Moore County down in Lynchburg just took the job. So, okay. So that's fine. So then I get the paper and find out, sure enough, the coach, the job from Moore County is still open. And uh, went down and interviewed. And even Jim went with me. And they go eat ice cream. Or if you haven't been to Lynchburg, it's just. A uh, little square is all it is, the town, a little around the square, and a little ice cream shop. And they took off to eat, eat ice cream while I went to interview. Anyway, I got the job there, and uh, a school a lot like Divine. Really uh, great great parents, great kids. And they had a, a their own local club ball, and those kids were doing the things that kids are doing here now with all the individual things that, that kids have the opportunity to participate in and do and play all summer and play all year round. And the rules were different in Tennessee. You could play all year round. You could coach your kids part of the time in the summer. And um, <clears throat> I got started there. The year before I went, they had been to the state tournament, I believe, four years in a row. They had Miss, the Miss Basketball, the best player in the state on that team. They hadn't won it. They ended up second. Uh, the year the year I went, the, the, the year before I went, they were second in the state. And I had four of those kids coming back, and uh, just the, the nucleus of a team was there. I, all I had to do was go in and just uh, put it, uh, you know, be the leader and all. I put it all together and just let them play. And uh, worked out well, and I coached um, uh, six more years. And... Um, coached uh, the eighth grader, came up as an eighth grader and played then four years and a third for me. And then when she graduated, her sister became the point guard. And uh, and then I coached that, that next year. We uh, we made it to the state tournament one year. There they played, um, eight, they took eight teams to the state tournament. So we ended up playing, we won our first game, lost the second one. Um and then, of course, the championship game after that, we didn't get the chance to be in that. But uh, um, just had great, great kids. Again, very fortunate to have kids that uh, bought into the program, loved to play, loved to be were competitive, loved, to, loved the sport. And uh, I taught, uh, let's see, I taught 11 years, but I only coached six of those because by the sixth and seventh year, my dad's health was not good, and I couldn't do the coaching and be I was assistant principal at that time at the Moore County Middle School so but I did coach in uh, six years and teach 11 more so uh, and by then I was ready at 47 years at 46 or 47 I can't remember which was probably enough to finally get out of teaching so 
great career. Um, fortunate to have worked where I did, who who I worked with, have the people. As you've listened to some of these uh, talk, uh, it's all about the people. The people are who that's who makes it. Whether it's your coaching staff, or your players, or your parents, or whomever, uh, it's always about people make it work. Treat them, mm-hmm. treat them like uh, you want your family to be treated, and work them hard, and discipline them when they need it, and it just seems to work. Mm-hmm. Seems to work, and I've been blessed. I really have been blessed through the years, for sure. Well, I mean, in my in my opinion, we you know anybody that has been able to be a part of that of, of your career and your legacy has been blessed as well well thank you you. and uh um my family definitely you know has been a part of it so uh oh it's just very very unique career we were a little bit about his sister holly we were playing (sighs) and we're getting beat we were down six points and the other team was less than a minute left to go in the game the other team was even singing at us yeah, that song yeah. about yeah, 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 go home, whatever. Yeah. Goodbye, yeah. Goodbye, goodbye. And his sister made a steal. The ball was going out of bounds, and she made a steal. And unbelievable play, knocked it back in bounds, and we end up scoring. We end up scoring actually six points. They didn't score at all. We ended up winning that game. But Holly made a unbelievable steal in that game to. Uh, that help was, us win that. that. Was a, so one of the craziest yeah. endings I've ever yeah. seen. It was. I think that was, was my senior year. I think it was Annie yeah, Martin. Because Annie Martin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Annie Martin yeah. made a little. Yeah, shot she right made. There. She made. She hadn't scored all night, and I think she made all six of the points and yeah. helped yeah. put us ahead. Yeah. It was something then like we that. We were down was, five, and uh, it was crazy. It was a yeah. crazy ending, and uh, uh, things happen like that, though. And that that got y'all to the uh, regional Regions. tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had a good team, had a good chance in the regional tournament, but uh, oh. didn't quite make it. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was a good it. game, I think, against Yoakum, wasn't it? That was yeah. a really good game. Yeah, really good. So. Yeah, that was one game that I didn't get to go to because I had a baseball tournament. Because <laughs> we had already, we'd already lost in basketball. We lost, I guess, in the second round my junior year, I think. Your junior, your junior year, senior year? I don't know. Oh, this would be my senior year. Yeah, y'all lost in the area. I, I, we lost in area, so – Maybe we didn't get to go because we were fixing to play. Yeah, I think yeah. y'all were still playing. Yeah. Y'all were still playing. Um, there, yeah, it seems like there was one year, maybe it was earlier, maybe in my freshman year, we I didn't get to go to something because I was at a baseball tournament. <laughs> yeah, so. But, you know, things kind of worked out back in the day uh, because, like, the girls played before the boys in basketball, so you got mm-hmm. to see almost all of my games there. Right. You know, it's not yeah. like we do sometimes where we're opposite. Right. So you, we were fortunate there, and yeah. and uh, you know, I got uh, my coaching on the way home sometimes with some of the stuff, or when yeah. I got home. That's the fun but, part. But some of my best memories too are even before I was in high school. I'd help mom chart film, and we'd stay up. Part of the reason I did it, I could stay up late. You know, she wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe she'd come in after the game, and and I get this from her. She doesn't sleep after games. I don't sleep a lot after games. And she would watch film, and we'd chart film. And, of course, it was before the days of Huddle and all the digital software stuff that make it easy now. Right. And it was you'd watch it and rewind it. And, I mean, and it even got deep to, like, did not block out. So there's five people on the court, and there might be three did not block outs, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. But we'd talk basketball then, and it was when I was in middle school. And, of course, I was a sports nut and loved it all. And right. that kind of got me on my career path of – 
yeah. wanted to go coach. Although I was like Holly Graham, where I was like, I'm going to go make some money. I'm going to do something in math. And got into the math class <laughs> like, no, <laughs> let me go play PE. See, I never, I never, that thought never crossed my mind when I was getting into college. <laughs> yeah. You never wanted to get in the math no. class? No, no. Yeah. I was like, okay, what degree is the less, least amount of math? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. like I said earlier, it's progressed. And now mom and I sit on the rockers on the front porch yeah. at the house and talk basketball, even when it's 40 degrees Freezing. or lower outside. Yeah. We'll mm -hmm. have blankets and everything out there, and that's just kind of what we do. So yeah, pretty cool thing, man. Well, me and, you, me and you talk about it a lot, you know, about whatever sport you're playing is, you know, when the players have a high IQ, you know, of stuff because you can't – a coach can only – a coach that. is very limited, you know, right. about stuff. You know, you can game plan, you can do all this stuff, but the kids don't have the IQ to go out there and, and wing a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah. you know, you're, you have limitations you can't really overcome, yeah. but that's what I talk about too, about, about your grade whenever you were in school, it was so much fun to watch, right? you know, cause a lot of the younger brothers on that team were in my grade. So we'd go watch y'all, you guys moving without the ball, you know, and knew, knew where to be on the court right. and stuff, you know, y'all did so many things that coaches, you know, can't teach, you know? And and because y'all didn't have any that very much height at all, yeah. really. After besides you, Will, and Don, yeah, you know. I remember we got a new coach my senior year, Coach Cook. And he came in, and you know, he got out of football. We all got out of football. We go mm -hmm. into basketball, and you know, you have two practices maybe, and then you go play. And we played Floresville. Floresville had you know was a pretty good team. And I think our group, and, and and I was one of the ones that did a lot of it, but we took like seven charges in the first game of the year. Yeah. And we hadn't worked on anything defensively, anything. Yeah. And, I mean, and we took charges before. But, I mean, we it was just – he was like, man, you guys, we haven't even talked about that. Y'all are out here taking charges and doing this, you know. And it was just we played a lot of basketball. Saying, and you The know, hours we that y'all spent playing basketball yeah. in the summers and, and well, stuff like that. That, just, that was our entertainment. That's what we did. So, so I mean, but no, – I mean, and like I always – I always – when I'm – picking on you and Will and stuff. It's like, yeah, y'all took charges because you, you, you oh, yeah. sli sli no. slide a dime under your feet whenever you <laughs> no. jump. <laughs> no, you couldn't slide the divine phone book under yeah. my feet when I jumped, and that was the, the tiny one. So You learn how to take charges. Yeah. yeah. So It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, I'm biased, but I've really had a good time. Yeah, well, and, and, and Jim, he watched basketball. He watch it on television and you, you, you'd be surprised how much you can learn from seeing things like that. That's Abby, the little girl I'm talking about. Same thing. Watch everything, knew mm -hmm. every play, everything. Jim was like that. And he went to the, lived in the gym, whether he wanted to or not, he was in the gym. <laughs> so, uh, and what? he had a bunch of friends, Don Beck, some mm -hmm. of those did the same thing. Mm -hmm. and, probably, good. probably not legal, but we are probably was frowned upon, not illegal. I was probably frowned upon that a kid in seventh grade had a key to the gym and could ride his bike up there with his buddies and right. go play basketball yeah. in there. You know, it's uh, what what the, the term uh, student of the game, students, yeah, student yeah. of so, the game. I mean, can't it, teach a bunch of y'all yeah. were like that. Yeah, you know, so. you throw in Will, you throw in Richard Carrasco, you throw in Lance. I mean, all, all you guys, yeah. if there was a gym door open, y'all were gonna find oh, it. Yeah, oh, so. well, we're usually opening it. Yeah, y'all are the ones opening <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah. so good stuff. <clears throat> it so. paid off. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's been much, lots of fun. Lots yes. of fun. Thank you for asking, and thank you for 
Yeah. Getting Terry and Holly on the phone. And, yeah. I haven't uh, heard back from, from Abby. I wish I would have thought about that earlier. It would have been neat to have her on. But we would have been another hour probably yeah. when she gets on here. So. Abby can talk. Yeah. Hey. So what? Well, it's our podcast. Him. That's true. Who's going to fire us? <laughs> well, well the, nobody's going to fire us. The problem is all three of us are probably ready to go to sleep because it's getting close to oh, nine o'clock or nine thirty nearly. 9:30. So it's, yeah. it's my bedtime. Yeah. So I probably go to bed before both of y'all. So yeah. But thank but, you. You're it yeah. means a lot for for you to come on here and yeah. do this. So I've been I've been bugging him about it for a while. So yeah. glad you did. I'm glad you were fun. bugging. Yeah, it's fun. It's good. Yeah, had That's a lot fun. of fun. Love you, mom. Fun. Love you, too. Yeah. I love, love you, Miss Gail. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it here for us. This has been Talking Shop, the Jim and Joe Show, episode number 42. We appreciate everybody that has tuned in to listen to this one and uh, hope to catch you guys on the next one. We'll see you guys later. See you on the flip side.